Next on BYU Sports Nation, Friday game day for the only time in the 2018 BYU football season. It's more than a rivalry. Enormous ramifications for BYU, but how confident are you in the Cougars? Former Aggie and Cougar quarterback Riley Nelson, who has two brothers in the game on enemy lines, will tell us how the Cougars win the game. Plus, which player will have the greatest influence on tonight's outcome? It's a wagon wheel party! Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Game day. Go. Friday, October 5th, wherever and however you're connected. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with... Wagon wheel repairman, Jerem Jordan. Now, last year we had the wagon wheel here because BYU hadn't lost to Utah State the year before. Um, And we noticed that there were a few games missing on the wagon wheel, the little placards. So we added a few of those games with sticky notes. I kind of doubt that those found their way up to Logan. (laughs) But as uh, head coach Matt Wells told us, Utah State will bring it down to the game, which BYU didn't for a long time. What is the stickum integrity of those post notes that we put it's on not solid. the wagon no, wheel last it's year? It's not high. <laughs> it's not I high. like that the wagon wheel will be in attendance. Why wouldn't it be? It should be. It's, I, I don't think, know. BYU I think, didn't do it for a while. I, I, I think, like that I it think is. that's messed up from BYU that it wasn't at the game for a long time. Well, let's fix it. Bring it to the game. and uh, Make it a thing. Now it's a thing. Will. Now it is a thing. Now it's a thing. Like, if you, you have just a trophy, made it more of a thing. Make it a thing. You just don't bury it. <laughs> Come on. Someone who is not a historian of the, or repairman for that matter, of the old wagon wheel is Kalani Satake. But he is sure about one thing, Jerem. We want the wheel. That's all I know. So uh, I don't know much about it, but I really want it. (laughs) Hey, give me that. And how about this game day show lineup as we preview the battle for the old wagon wheel? Utah State play-by-play man Scott Gerard joins us in about 15 minutes. Does he know what Utah State is through four games? All types of mystery going into this game. Are going for two predictions in 30 minutes, and former BYU and Utah State quarterback Riley Nelson has clearly seen both sides of this rivalry. How does he approach this? He's got siblings on the Aggies' side playing tonight. Chase is a safety. DJ is a wide receiver holder. Brothers playing for Utah State. 40 minutes away, Riley Nelson. Now bring on today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. We are nine hours away from BYU and Utah State playing under the Friday night lights of Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Nine Eastern, seven Mountain. Watch it on ESPN2. Coverage from BYU Broadcasting begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio with Jason Shepard. If you want to watch warm-ups and get everything you could possibly want to know, you should tune into Countdown to Kickoff, 8 Eastern, live on BYU TV. Kyle Van Noy had eight tackles in the Patriots' 38-24 win over the Colts. Other Cougs in action uh, playing this weekend include Jamal Williams and the Packers against Ziggy Ansah and the Lions. The third-leading tackler in the NFL, Fred Warner of the 49ers, plays the Cardinals, and Charger Michael Davis, just by himself, he's going to play the Raiders. Oh, good luck, Michael. <laughs> one on 11. Good luck. <laughs> Number one ranked and still undefeated BYU women's volleyball plays tonight in a rather large match at West Coast Conference preseason number two, the University of San Diego. This at the Slim Gym, 10 p.m. Eastern. Let's go sweet 16-0 and for BYU women's volleyball. 
And the 7-3-1 women's soccer team looks to stay undefeated in West Coast Conference play at 2-0 against San Diego tomorrow night at uh, 9 Eastern. No, it's tonight, actually. No, sorry. Volleyball's tonight. Soccer's tomorrow. 9 Eastern on BYU Radio and the W.TV. The Mormon Tabernacle Choir just changed their name, by the way. Oh, and? It's part of headlines. And? It's the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. Well, there you go. How about that? They figured it out. There you go. Time that we figure it out. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. I mean, what in the world do we actually know about BYU football at this point? And what do we know about Utah State? That they're 3-1. That's what we know. All right. The fact that we're presenting those questions makes tonight's game all the more intriguing because it seems that these teams will be a good matchup. They're different. Utah State's got a really solid offense. BYU supposedly has a really solid defense. They square off tonight. Or are we way off on assuming that this will be a close game? Consider all of that and answer this. What is your level of confidence going into tonight's game for BYU? That's a good question. Like, I don't know how to categorize Like, out of 10? Sure. Percentage on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most confident Confidence is like six and a half or something, six-ish. I feel like BYU could uh, be able to establish the run and have an Arizona-type performance, right, Um, against an offense that you think can put up some points. Arizona's not as good as we thought, but Utah State can play some ball. Um, If BYU can't run the ball, which, by the way, in BYU's two losses, the Cougars have averaged two yards per carry. Yay! In wins, 4.7. So there's this uh, big di- – you wouldn't think 2.7 a carry is a, a big difference, but it is. The difference between third and eight and – or second and eight and second five is a, a different kind of play call, right? So I think if BYU can run the ball, BYU's got a really, really high chance of winning this game. Unlike ESPN FBI gives BYU, which is 42%. 41.2% now. Are you kidding me? It continues to fall. Yet BYU is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, according to the experts in the desert – on their home field. So is it somewhere in between, or will we see some type of extreme tonight? If I'm Utah State, I'm like playing the same game that Washington played. Obviously, Utah State doesn't have the same kind of player as Washington. But, hey, Tanner Mangum, beat me. Beat me down the field. We'll give you the check down every time. 18-21, to 21, 160, awesome, right? No, not awesome. Zero points until a muffed punt at the end. So if I'm Utah State, I'm going to make BYU uh, throw the ball. I presented my confidence level and percentage of BYU having a, a you know winning this game in, with the following parameters all season, and done it for a few years now. If they played the game ten times, how many do I think BYU would win? They're on their home field. There is an added emphasis and an urgency. I mean, and a a tangible urgency for BYU to win this game because of the circumstances of what this means and how it could mean things for the rest of the season. I'd say BYU wins this game 6 out of 10 times. I'm at 60%. Okay? So take that as your confidence. And they level. will only play the game one time. That's the beauty of it, right? 
How many times has BYU beat Wisconsin if they play that game ten times? It happened to be probably once out of the 10 one times. time yeah. that the Cougars went into Camp Randall and did that. Yeah. I'd say six out of ten BYU wins this game because it's in Provo and because there is urgency. And I, I agree with you. It all it is all about establishing the run and scoring early in the game. He's not dynamic on offense, and I've been saying this for a couple weeks. And I think it it could rear its ugly head tonight if BYU can't run the rock. Okay, so BYU on offense. They need to be able to establish the run. Yet the BYU defense has been a strength, and uh, we still need to find out if Zane Anderson and Diane Gawoloku are playing, and that could have a big impact on this game. So I ask you this. Do you have more faith in the BYU offense or the BYU defense tonight against Utah State? I still have more faith in the BYU defense because they've shown me that they have the capability to stop dynamic players at times. I know that Washington and Jake Browning had their way BYU had a, an ultra-conservative approach because Zane Anderson and Diane Gawoloku were not playing. I anticipate that at least one of those guys is going to see the field tonight. I hope both of them see the field tonight. If both do, that's good news. If both do, then 100% I have more faith in the BYU defense because those are two of the top five defenders on this BYU football team right now. Now, if one of those plays, I still lean towards the defensive side of the ball for BYU. And again, I think that the motivation, the urgency... I don't want to call it desperation, but it's borderline there for BYU to get to 4-2 and two and protect Lavelle's house and build some momentum going forward against Hawaii and Northern Illinois so that they can be in the discussion to be relevant going to Boise State. Those are all nice things. I think execution trumps all. Um, the, emotionally, okay, hey, get ready. Get ready. You can, like, yell things. But if BYU, the, if the offense doesn't run the ball well, if the defense doesn't execute against a don't good Don't you feel Utah like State the defense offense, has executed pretty well for the most part this season, though? They've held every yes. team except Washington yes. under 24. Yes, for the five games, absolutely. Against Washington, that, that was a different story. And, and unfortunately, that was an epic failure as opposed to just, you got beat. It was like, ah, you got dominated. But without Zane Anderson and Diane Gawoloku. Yeah, it, even if they're in that game, it's still going to be a domination, I think, for, for Washington. It's the BYU defense. The BYU defense has shown that it can be aggressive, dynamic, explosive, game-changing, all of those things. The offense has not. Like, when have you felt like, dude, the BYU offense is legit. Like, running the ball against Arizona is one thing, okay? BYU has not shown it can get the intermediate to long pass down the field. What I'm really worried about is this. If BYU can't run, can BYU come back in the game down two scores? I'm really worried about BYU's pass offense right now. But this is the first group of five team we're going to see BYU play. Will there be a difference in the Power 5 versus Group of 5? There is, a, there is a difference, but will we see it tonight? Is Utah State the team that played Michigan State close and probably should have beaten them? Or are they a team that's played Tennessee Tech and New Mexico State and just dominated? I don't know. We'll talk to Scott Gerard coming up, voice of the Aggies. We'll talk to Riley Nelson, get his opinion. He's been on both sides of this. He has two brothers playing in the game. But I don't want to see BYU get down two scores and do what BYU did against Cal, which is, okay, Tanner, go ahead and throw it deep. And then it just didn't work out. I want to see Tanner Bingham 2015 show up tonight where he's a little more loose. He's completing some passes. I know those receivers aren't here. But why not target Matt Bushman a little more? Why not target Dylan Colley a little more? I think BYU has enough receivers to make some plays tonight, and let's see it happen. You want to see 2015 Tanner Bingham show up tonight? Occasionally. That is a perfect segue to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 
Because you brought it up, Jerem, I'm going to reference that. In his only start against Utah State, Tanner Mangum threw for 284 yards and four touchdowns. Like 30 degrees. <laughs> so, I, I just don't get why there's such a big difference. Like, is is Jeff has Jeff Grimes, um, you know, is, is it the Heath Stroyer effect where it's like, okay, yes. we're going to do things differently. Yes, it's totally different. And, and I'm going to impress upon you that I want you to be a little more uh, – conservative secure. and a little more secure with the ball. Um, but Tanner Mangum was secure with the ball. It's 23 touchdowns, 10 picks as a freshman. Like I, I'm just curious as to why there's this huge difference. With Different Utah State guy. team back then, not as good as this year's team, we think. Right. But to me, it's more about Tanner and less about the opponent. And Tanner Mangum felt liberated to throw like, the ball up because that's like, what he was asked to do with a bevy of really solid receivers. We're seeing BYU also had a 700-yard rusher that year. It's like BYU's going to have a 700-yard rusher at least this year in Squally, right? You'd think. Um, we're seeing so TJ Haas and Zach Selyus last year were just like they weren't they they couldn't fully play the style they play because BYU's trying to mix it up and do something different. I don't fault that idea. Yet they had I fault occasions. The execution. They had occasions where. They still went I know, off, but right? I want, yeah, everyone has occasions. So I, maybe tonight's I, game is the occasion for Tanner. Perhaps it could be. I want more elongated, consistent play. I'm not saying Tanner Mangum needs to throw for 300 a game. 200 is not asking a lot. Sorry, what does this say right here? It says BYU. That's a synonym for passing. So can we see enough passing? Hopefully it doesn't come to that, but BYU is doing it a different, a different way. But if BYU gets down, I'm telling you, we need to see BYU be able to throw the rock. The approach is ball security, long, drawn-out drives. That is how BYU feels it has the best chance to win football games this season, is holding on to the ball with long, methodical, hard-fought touchdown drives. This BYU offense has shown a couple of flashes of explosiveness, but primarily it's just run the ball, dump it off, take what the defense gives you, Methodical, 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 matriculating the ball down this the field. This is all nice when you're when when you're not down two scores. Exactly. <laughs> I feel when you're like down BYU, scores, the game changes. BYU feels like they have the ability to control the clock and hold onto the ball for a long time and keep the ball out of an explosive offense led by Jordan Love and Utah State in their hands. So don't get don't get down. Like I so I still happen and BYU is down eighteen, they go, uh oh, we gotta throw it. And just abandon the run. BYU runs for six yards in the second half. Yes. Cougars score a defensive touchdown. They score a late touchdown, and it looks closer than it is. This Utah State team can uh, move the ball, so the BYU defense got to show up tonight. I wish I answered the question saying that I have more faith in the BYU offense, but right now I don't because I have more to go off of from the BYU defense holding teams to low point totals other than Washington. And if BYU has their full arsenal back, I, I think that that is, that is an advantage. If Gonwoloku and, uh, and, and Anderson play, are they 100%? You know, I'd probably take not, at, right? I'd take them at 80%. I'd take them at 70%. I, I would, too. I think they make an impact regardless if they're 70% or maybe something around that. Uh, yeah, the depth of the linebackers isn't as strong as BYU's hoping right now. Okay, that takes us to a question that we've asked a couple of times before games and and I I'm always intrigued by this question because I think it brings up some uh some interesting talking points. Jeremy, who will be the most influential individual player on the outcome of tonight's game? It's Jordan Love. It's Jordan Love. He's throwing for 268 a game and he's leading an offense that is the fourth highest scoring offense in the country. I I know we've talked about the uh, schedule and whatnot, but 
The dude's throwing 67% completion percentage, uh, five touchdowns. He's 21st in the country with that completion percentage. Jordan Love's good, man, and he has changed. I thought he was just kind of a runner. He's turned into a, a really good passer, and it's against Michigan State. It's against Air Force. There are two games where they've racked up the numbers, but I think it's Jordan Love. If, if Utah State can move the ball, BYU's in trouble. I don't want it to be Jordan Love. I want it to be Tanner Mangum. If or Tyler BYU, Magnum. If BYU can keep Jordan Love off the field and limit his possessions, then this is a huge advantage for the Cougars. If they can just keep his – Give him three less drives than he's used to against Tennessee Tech, New Mexico State, and Air Force. Don't let him on the field. BYU's offense can control that by that methodical approach. And I think that Tanner Mangum is going to be given the reins to open up the playbook and the passing game a little bit more tonight. I would like to see the real Tanner Mangum Please stand up. Why wouldn't Please Utah State up. put at least seven in the box every stinking play on defense and force Tanner Mangum to beat them with his arm, which is why I think Tanner Mangum will be the most influential player tonight because we will see him throw the ball a little bit more than we have seen him previously. Besides the check down. The check down's always there. Intermediate so passes. The check down. Outs, comebacks. I think we will see an array of the pass game it's that we game haven't six. seen. If you can't trust your senior quarterback to throw intermediately, what what's going on? I think they do against Utah State. Utah State does not have a world beater defense. That's what I want to see. What kind of chance not we Washington see playing secondary. a group of five team that is not Boise State or UCF? Yeah. Right. The, the juxtaposition of the Washington secondary and the Utah State secondary is significant. Okay. Hopefully that prepared BYU for opportunities a good will be there for BYU to strike in the intermediate to long pass game. Our question of the day: What is your level of confidence going into BYU hosting Utah State tonight? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At the Casual Hippie answers on Twitter. Cautiously optimistic, which I think is the general answer for most of BYU Sports Nation. Only forcing one punt and two incompletions last week has me very concerned. That was against the number 10 team in the country, Washington. Utah State has a good quarterback, truth, and they are coming down from Ogden with something to prove. (laughs) For those unfamiliar... Boney Fuller likes to uh, give Utah State a hard time being from Ogden, (laughs) not Logan. (laughs) Love it. Coming up, after spotting Spencer an early lead, I begin to make my move and going for two. Are you taking the conservative approach like BYU? No. I think you should because that might get you back into the competition. That's uh, a BYU characteristic. Okay. And next, Utah State play-by-play voice Scott Girard joins us. Is this Aggie offense for real? Who are they? We'll ask him. This is BYU Sports Nation. Going down for real tonight. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tonight, it is the 88th edition of the Cougars and Aggies. Watch Countdown to Kickoff on BYU TV and the app tonight at 8 Eastern to get the latest injury updates, watch warm-ups, and much, much more. It's coming up tonight. 
8 Eastern on BYU TV and the app. Friday morning, this is how we do it live from Studio B, your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside the fabulous Jerem Jordan. Listen to BYUSN On Demand by downloading the BYU Sports Nation podcast, or you can always watch the show by going to BYUSN.com. Experience BYU Sports Nation whenever, wherever, and however you want. Our question of the day, what is your level of confidence Going into the Utah State at BYU game tonight, at Caleb underscore Smith answers on Twitter, confident enough to know BYU will win. I believe BYU will pull out a close one. However, I think the offense is going to be asking the defense to do some extra work tonight if the run game is not established. 34-27 BYU. 34 points for BYU would be a season high. Yes, it would. 31 would be the season high. I'd like to know how Caleb knows BYU will win. Because I don't share that I think same he confidence that level. BYU will win. Yes. Join in using hashtag BYUS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I see what you did there. Yeah. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is Utah State play-by-play man Scott Gerard. Scott, welcome to BYU Sports Scott? Nation. Two of my favorite people on the planet. How are you guys? Well, there's lie number right. one out of the way. So, <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. It's great to have you with us, man. Um, we're trying to figure out what in the world is going to happen tonight. And still trying to figure out what the identity of Utah State football is right now through their four games. How would you define the Aggies' identity right now? Well, you know, it's interesting. I talked to Coach Wells, and he and I do a weekly show. And I asked him, do you know who this team is? And he's always mentioned about after this game, he goes, oh, I think I'll have a pretty good vibe as to who this team is around uh, early to mid-October. And I think he pointed at this game as being the one where he'll start like, – I know who this team is. Because, let's be honest, the strength of schedule hasn't been that difficult for Utah State. Sure, Michigan State was good, uh, and, and they put up 31 points in a game that probably they should have won had they made a few more plays. But then it, got, and then it dropped off dramatically. I mean, obviously, with New Mexico State and Tennessee Tech, you put up 60 and 70 points against them. Air Force, they put up 42 in a game they probably should have won by a larger margin. Uh, so, this is, obviously, this is a very explosive offense but they haven't faced, outside of Michigan State, a really dominant defense. And so the question is going to be, how do they how do they freeze points? How do they get that offense rolling when they're up against a defense that can go toe-to-toe with them and, uh, and try to out-physical them? So I think a lot will be learned about this team tonight. I would love to give you a great answer about, I know exactly who this team is, but I'm, I'm a little bit like you guys. I'm not really sure who this team is, but I think tonight – will give us a, a good uh, – will get us a little closer to that answer. Regardless of opponent, 52 a game is 52 a game, the nation's number four scoring offense. So do you believe Utah State can move the ball and get into the end zone enough tonight? So I think there are two different things there. Number one, yes, I do believe they'll be able to move the ball. Number two, though, will they be able to score touchdowns? I think it's going to be interesting. I think from 20 to 20 – They'll move the ball against BYU. I think that they'll have success, and I think at the end of the game, you'll see a large amount of yardage. However, do drives stall inside the 20-yard line? I think that's going to be the interesting question. I mean, you guys remember the go-fast, go-hard offense. You know that sometimes it would stall inside the red zone. That hasn't been a problem for Utah State this year. They've been a good red zone uh, touchdown offense. But when you play a team that's more physical, that's a little bit more disciplined, that's got more talent, uh, in it like they do against BYU tonight. That's going to be the question because Dominic Everly is a tremendous kicker. I mean, he's a, you know, Lou Groves, a finalist from last year. He's perfect on the season in field goals and extra points, but they do not want him out on the field kicking field goals. 
And to me, that could be an issue in this game. If drives stall inside the 20 and they're kicking field goals, uh, that's going to give BYU every opportunity to win this game. The voice of the Aggies, Scott Gerard, with us on BYU Sports Nation. Right now, the experts in the desert have BYU as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, knowing what we know, that essentially means if the game were played at a neutral site, it would be a toss-up. Do you think that yeah. is a fair line right now? I, I think so. You know, what's the old adage? You get three points at home. So, essentially, this is a pick em game. Uh, I know I'm on BYU TV, so I, I don't want to talk too many gambling lines right now. But, <laughs> but I understand. But, but, honestly, Vegas is looking at that line and saying, yeah, this is kind of a toss-up. We'll give BYU a couple points for being at home. Uh, if it was in Logan, it would probably be Utah State minus two or so, something along those lines. So, yeah, I think this is a toss-up game. With a, with a couple points thrown in for being uh, at, at home at BYU. It's an intriguing quarterback matchup because you have Tanner Mangum, who has had some real success against Utah State before in his only start, um, yet it's a different Tanner Mangum. Then you have Jordan Love, who I perceived was a runner and just an okay passer, and now he's, he seems to be an excellent passer. So who do you think has the bigger influence on the game tonight, Jordan Love or Tanner Mangum? Uh, it's got to be Jordan Love. Uh, I think Tanner has been able – and, and by the way, props to Coach Grimes and that staff. I think they've done a really good job of putting Tanner in situations where he can be successful. I think with, especially in that Arizona game where they were getting him out of the pocket, uh, Arizona kept biting on that play action and getting him out on the rollout. I think it's been really smart. They haven't done things to you know force Tanner into situations where he would make the big mistake. But I know that's going to be a role of Utah State. I'm going to say, hey, Tanner, try to beat us. And, uh, and that'll be a big question mark in this game if Utah State can take away the run. But Jordan Love, is he's all about – I mean, he's the key to that offense. He's the one that's made that thing go. He wasn't great at the end of last year when they gave him the reins. I thought he was pretty mediocre in the bowl game against New Mexico State that they ended up losing in Arizona. But he has come out of the season just on fire. Uh, he's thrown three interceptions. Two of them have come on pressure. Uh, that really weren't his fault. He, you know, he's been hit as he's thrown. So for the most part, he's been very accurate. He's been very efficient. Uh, he really well, and they've given him a ton of autonomy to be able to run the offense the way that he wants. He, he's calling plays the line of scrimmage, and if he struggles tonight, Utah State's entire offense will struggle. If Tanner Mangum struggles, I think BYU will still be able to run the ball. So I think BYU's more of a team-heavy offense. Utah State really relies on Jordan Love to be successful. Utah State play-by-play man Scott Gerard with us now. I tend to feel like if this game gets into the 30s, there is a major advantage for Utah State because of their explosive offense and because of the lack of explosion we have seen from BYU. The Cougars' season high is 30. That came against McNeese. If you go to FBS opponents, it's 28 against Arizona. Does a high-scoring game dramatically favor Utah State? Yeah, 100%. If Utah State gets into a shootout, uh, that's where they want to be. Uh, they feel like they've got enough playmakers on defense that they can force a mistake here and there. Uh, but that offense wants to be out on the field a lot. They want to be, if they get as many scoring drives as possible, that's really going to fit into what they do. It, you know, the worst case scenario for Utah State in this game is BYU. Let's say they get the opening kickoff. They go on a long, time-consuming, five-and-a-half-minute, 13-play drive. Uh, that ends in a touchdown, and then Utah State goes three and out with that pace offense, and the ball goes right back into BYU's hands. Utah State's good defensively. They don't have a lot of, you know, they're getting better. They're getting a little healthier depth-wise. But if BYU can go on a long, time-consuming drive to keep that offense off the field, they've got a great chance in this game. If Utah State 
is able to stay, keep that offense on the field and, and get as many drives as possible, then that's going to swing heavily in Utah State's favor. Scott, BYU's played a, a tremendous September, four power fives, three on the road. Um, so it's hard for us to know what BYU is because it's been uh, particularly difficult. What's your perception of BYU right now? I think BYU's vastly improved from last year. I think that's, that's pretty obvious at this point. Uh, I think that they have – what's really surprised me about them is the quality of their offensive line because I think that was one of, their, uh, one of their key issues from last year. I love what they've done with that staff. I love with the play calling. Uh, schematically, they've, they've been really much improved. So I really like BYU's offense. And I think, like, I, you know, like many of you, I've been a big fan of, of A-Rods for a long time. I think he's a great fit down at BYU. Grimes has come in and done a tremendous job. I think the coaching has improved, but that offensive line, and that's going to be a key in this game. Utah State's very well aware that they'll try to lean on that defensive line uh, and try to really pound Utah State with, uh, with the run. And if they're able to do that, BYU's probably coming away with a win tonight. You know, if Utah State can stop the run, then, then the chances certainly lean in their favor. But, it, you know, that running game has gotten so much better. Squally Canada's playing better, and I'm not, you know, I, I, I know that his status is going to be interesting, you know, up in the air going into this game tonight. But they run the ball so well. It's so much improved to BYU, and I think that's been key to their early success. Utah State at BYU tonight, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. Watch it on ESPN2. We're talking to the radio play-by-play voice of Utah State, Scott Gerard. When you look at every individual position matchup tonight, which one of those intrigues you the most? I would say probably Dax Raymond against, uh, you know, against that linebacking core of BYU. How does BYU – I think Dax is – one of the most, uh, probably one of the best players in the state that nobody's talking about. Real big tight end with a ton. I mean, and he grew up in the shadows of Lavelle Ever Stadium as a big BYU fan, uh, but he is a monster at tight end. He's got the speed uh, that can, you know, that linebackers have a hard time covering him. He's got the physical nature where safeties and corners have a hard time matching up against him. He's a matchup nightmare. Uh, I think he's going to play a key role in this game tonight, so Keep an eye on uh, Dax Raymond. I think if uh, if they're able to get him involved early on, then uh, that's that, that plays into Utah State's favor tonight. Scott, you're a class act, man. We appreciate the time on game day and uh, look forward to a great game tonight. We wish you the best on your call. I'm just glad I got to make my Sports Nation debut. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, about baby. So <laughs> you hit a home run, man. Well done. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Scott Gerard on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. I just got more ramped up about the matchup tonight. I, I yeah, am really Utah excited to watch too. this game. Utah State's like, yeah, let's let's see us play someone else besides Tennessee Tech and New Mexico State. Air Force is quality. I wonder what type of Utah State contingent will show up tonight to help bolster the numbers at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. There is some excitement yeah, about sure. their team. So, how sure. many will make the trip down from Logan? Oh, there'll be there'll be enough. You'll hear. Them. Coming up, former Aggie and Cougar quarterback Riley Nelson joins us. Will his brothers fuel an Aggie upset? Friendly reminder: one of the two of us are over five hundred this season and are going for two picks. Uh, yeah, it was me, and it will remain to be me. So, let's just go ahead and keep it that way next as we make our next set of predictions. This is BYU Sports Nation. Join Spencer and I tomorrow morning for a special BYU Sports Nation at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We like to call it Countdown to Conference. It's a BYU Sports Nation one-hour edition, an hour before the general conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The church just 
renamed the Mormon Tabernacle Choir to the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. Whatever changes may happen, we'll break it down. Well, we're going to talk going for two picks on Saturday morning yeah. for conference. Yes. <laughs> can we have some food in here? Like, can I be in my pajamas and eating bacon on the set? Like, is that something we could Nobody do? Nobody has said. No. See, now you put it out there. You should have just showed up in your pajamas. And then that's what I did on my mission. Later. I would just do something and be like, "Hey, oh, that wasn't I didn't, okay. I didn't my know. bad. My bad. I can't watch yes. Lord of the Rings. Uh-oh, what? Oh, my bad. Are you serious? Or Pirates right of now? the Caribbean. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> we now present today's BYU Sports Station headlines. <laughs> Pajama time. <laughs> I baptized too many people. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Didn't didn't know I was too many lessons taught. BYU football hosts Utah State tonight. At 9 p.m. Eastern in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, BYU head coach Kalani Satake, I got a question for you. How do you manage the emotions after a blowout loss on a short week of preparation? I really feel good about this week and feel good about this opportunity and the fact that the, the game comes a week, uh, you know, a day, a day earlier for us and coming off a loss. I think it's a good, a good um, recipe for what we need right now and just get on the field and play our best and be executing on all levels and. See what happens afterwards. What BYU needs right now is a win. Yeah, false. The recipe is bacon. Win. Bacon. Okay. The game will be broadcast on ESPN2. Tune into Canton to kick off one hour before the contest between the Aggies and Cougars kicks off. Uh, At 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain, live on BYU TV. Kyle Van Noy. Had to own. We we just got a text from the boss. No is the answer on the bacon and uh, pajamas. Well. Kyle Vanoy had eight tackles in the Patriots' 38-24 win over the Colts. Other Cougars in action this weekend include Jamal Williams and the Packers against Ziggy Ansah and the Lions. The third leading tackler in the NFL, Fred Warner of the Niners, plays the Cardinals. And Michael Davis and the Chargers play the Raiders. Next question is, do we have to wear suits tomorrow? <laughs> like with a white shirt? <laughs> Number one ranked. Blue? And undefeated BYU women's volleyball plays what looked like when the season began a huge match. I still think it is a significant match. Only one game back in league, San Diego. Exactly. And San, this is at San Diego, 10 Eastern. The Cougars trying to get to 16-0. and 0. They haven't lost a set all West Coast Conference season. They have swept their last seven opponents overall. Good luck to the ladies. And women's soccer plays uh, tomorrow night. They look to stay undefeated in West Coast Conference play. San Diego as well. 9 Eastern on BYU Radio and the W.TV. All right, let's go for two. Can you predict the future? No. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Season standings right now. I have six points. Jerem has four and a half. We have made ten total picks, so I'm six for ten. Jerem is four and a half out of ten. That half point was worth it, though. My number one pick. The game will be decided by single digits. Ooh. The last five haven't. And uh, they've been decided by an average of 18 points. Okay. So you, you think it will be a close nine game? Nine of the last 11 haven't been single-digit games. So I think it will be decided by single digits. That means it will be a 17-plus game. Wait, wait, what? What? Number two, BYU will score in the first quarter. The Cougars have only scored seven points all uh, season in the first. I say BYU scores in any fashion in the first Okay, quarter. so a field goal counts. You don't want to take that up to a touchdown? You know scoring means like two, you don't wanna, three, You don't want to take that up to a touchdown and make it uh, like – Somewhat Did I stutter? So you really are going the conservative approach trying to get back into this. You said you weren't going to be conservative. Yeah, I've watched you go conservative, and you've, I thought I would you've join You've gone you. conservative. Oh, please. You've watched me go conservative? Listen to my picks. Well, in the past. BYU will, no, 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 no. What are you picking BYU today? will hold Utah State to under 24 points, a team that averages 51 a game. Mm. 
Against FBS competition, 31. Okay, yeah, okay. BYU will hold Utah State under 24. Number two, BYU will outrush Utah State. The Aggies are averaging 180-some-odd yards a game. BYU at 131. I think BYU will outrush Mm. Utah State tonight. Okay. Super neato. So just maybe you get back in this with your conservative approach. (laughs) It's BYU. We're mocking conservative. This is one of the most conservative campuses in the United States and Canada. Coming up, having seen both sides of the rivalry, what does tonight's game mean to Sir Riley Nelson? Uh, And what is Riley the most confident in when it comes to the current state of BYU football? Hmm. He's got two brothers on the other side. I can't wait to have this conversation. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store. The official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU hosts Utah State in the 88th edition of the Battle for the Old Wagon Wheel. Tonight, tune in for Countdown to kick off 8 Eastern time as we get you ready. They're painting the lines on the field as we speak in the stadium. It's going to be a cold one, by the way. 50 degrees uh, at kickoff, and then it's going to be in the 40s by the end of the game. Dress warm. Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation, with our question of the day. What is your level of confidence for BYU going into the BYU-Utah State game tonight at J.D. McHale Answers on Facebook. Utah State has never been more confident about beating us. Their offense is prolific, no matter the competition they've played, and BYU's pass defense was exposed, especially without getting pressure on the quarterback. Scary game. It is It is uh, scary in some ways. Can BYU get pressure on the quarterback? BYU chose, um, whether BYU's chosen to or not to, uh, not, BYU has not had pressure on the quarterback consistently all year. Last couple years, it's felt like. Utah State is a talented offense. They are not Washington. You have to get out of the mode of recency bias of a top 10 team in Seattle. Utah State is not Washington. Good, but not Washington. I thought they were Washington until this moment. Join the conversation 24-7 on social media using the hashtag BYUSN. On the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is a man who has clearly seen this rivalry from both sides, has played for both of these university football programs, finished at BYU, the last man to lead BYU to a postseason ranking at number 25 in 2011 and a 10-win season. His name is Riley Nelson. Riley, welcome back to the program. Good to be with you, fellas. You grew up in Cache Valley. As I mentioned, played at both Utah State and BYU. What does this rivalry game, the battle for the old wagon wheel, mean to you? It means a lot. And I think um, going down and experiencing it from BYU, it's it's interesting. There's kind of a, especially recently, there's a false bravado among BYU fans that the rivalry doesn't mean much. But when we're looking at being pretty much 500 with them in the next decade if if uh you know BYU doesn't win tonight um that's a rivalry if I've ever seen one but it, it's a big time game it's a big time game for Aggies it's a big time game for the players and the program at BYU even though fans may not readily admit it so to me it's the it's my favorite game of the year it's always on this Friday before conference and uh it's you know in the last in the last few matchups it's kind of been back and forth and been a great game to be at yeah, if uh, if a win streak against a team defines a rivalry, then BYU and Utah aren't rivals. So let's not say that that's the defining thing, right? It, there's a lot that goes into it. But I've enjoyed this game more the last couple of years because it's been close. So let's talk about the personal side of this. Not only did you play on both sides, but 
You have two brothers that are on the Utah State team right now in Chase, a safety, and DJ, a wide receiver and a holder. So emotionally, what's this like for you? Well, I obviously, you know, cheer for their success. And, and above all, I know this seems hard to believe, having played for both teams, but I just want a good game. Like, for example, last year with Bo being hurt and, B, you know, all the turnovers, that that wasn't satisfying for anyone. I mean, even my brothers on Utah State said, we didn't want to win like that. We want each team to be at their best and then to compete and then have it to come, uh, you know, have it to come down to the end. So, I was fortunate enough to participate in a game like that, and that's what I hope for every game in this rivalry, in or out. And, and honestly, I kind of enjoy the good favor of being happy no matter who wins. What are your conversations like with your brothers this week? Well, I just, I'm always interested in what they're thinking about running and, and where they think they can exploit BYU's defense, uh, where BYU's defense, you know, uh, or sorry, where what USU's defense trying to do to to try and beef up and play against the the O line that's been the strength for BYU and stop that running game, which I think is the key to BYU's success tonight is establishing that run and uh, and sustaining drives. And so it's most of it has to do with trying to get any kind of inside information I can on the plays. Now I'm not going to share that with you guys on the airwaves because then I would be cut off forever. But um, <laughs> that's what our conversations have have centered around. We'll just text later. Don't worry. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. We're, we're, this is game six, Riley, for BYU. So we're, we're getting a real sense of what BYU is or isn't, right? Yet BYU's played four Power 5 teams, three on the road. It's hard to know, right? Then there's Utah State. Uh, really tough game with Michigan State. Probably should have won that game. Two, two cupcakes in Tennessee Tech, New Mexico State, a bunch of points. And then a nice win against Air Force. So what do you think of Utah State? The offense is good. It's just a question of how good, right? It's true, and it's a question of obviously Michigan State was bigger than them, but in week one, nobody really knows who they are, and if you are a team that's maybe outmatched, I think Utah State's biggest issue will be size. They're going to need to find out can they play against a team with size, which up front, BYU has the definite size and physicality advantage. So can BYU match that intensity over, or I'm sorry, can USU match that intensity and physicality over? four quarters to me that's the biggest question that utah state will be able to answer their high tempo offense uh the speed that they have in their running backs and uh the ability to consistently sustain drives in the short to intermediate passing game i think has been proven what utah state has less to or has yet to prove is how they match up against a big physical team like BYU and like they will face throughout the season in Boise State and others. Riley Nelson, former BYU quarterback with us on BYU Sports Nation. I know you said that you want a good, competitive, close game. Maybe there's another epic finish tonight. I don't think anybody would complain about that. But what kind of game do you expect from Utah State and BYU tonight? I'm so excited because I don't know what will happen because when because going into this matchup, both teams have such different styles. BYU is going to try and turn this thing into a center of the ring prize fight, just exchanging haymakers uh, with power runs and stout defense. And Utah State is going to try and turn this into a track meet. So, uh, I mean, it's good. Both teams are going to be at the utmost of execution if if BYU can't you know if they have a couple three and outs or if they turn the ball over and give utah state's tempo offense extra possessions 
they could be up 14, 17, 21 points in the blink of an eye. At the same time, if BYU can sustain drives, keep the way, keep the ball away from Utah State, and limit, you know, these Temple offenses bank on getting 12, somewhere between 12 and 15 offensive possessions because their average drives only last two to three minutes. If BYU can limit those possessions to where Utah State in this Temple offense only gets seven or eight possessions, that puts so much pressure on them to make sure they score touchdowns on probably what I see half of them. So it's really going to be the first one to flinch. Um, it's going to give the other one the advantage. And then that, that kind of setting the tone in the first half, and then who's going to be able to make adjustments and respond in the second half. So I think this game is as intriguing to me as it has been in years because the styles are so markedly different, and I think it's going to make for a great matchup. Do you think that Utah State would be wise to make Tanner Mangum pass the ball? Because we've seen Tanner be a tremendous passer in a different offense, but in this offense, uh, Tanner Mangum hasn't had success in the intermediate to uh, deep throws. What do you think? I think most definitely. I think um, Utah, or sorry, BYU's offensive line has proven to be their best unit uh, or best, you know, because the five guys play as one, maybe their best player on offense. So if you look at the Patriots model and a lot of other successful football programs, they're, what they try and do is eliminate their best player. So if I'm Utah State, I pack the box and I make Tanner make play. I Well, a couple of things. One, I make the offensive staff and coordinator draw plays to allow Tanner to have success on the edge because if you were to study – their five games worth of game film, that has there has not been hardly any of that going on. Mostly, mostly what they've done on the edge, one has been trying to get to the edge via fly sweeps. But as far as throwing out to your X and Z receivers, it's been a lot of stop routes. Um, it's been a lot of curls. Nothing that really forces you to soften up the box and play kind of a soft zone on the outside with the passing game being a real threat. So I pack the box. I keep edge contained so that they don't beat me with the fly sweep or soften me up with the fly sweep. And I make Tanner have to distribute the ball to the edge and force them to get chunk plays down the field on the edge, which they've only had one or two over the course of the whole season. So long story short, most definitely you pack the box, you do your best to take away BYU's run and force, you know, Tanner and Grimes and those outside wide receivers to beat you. Riley, fantastic to catch up with you. We look forward to uh, having you on Countdown to Kickoff as well tonight, yeah. uh, live on BYU TV, 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain Time. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks, fellas. Can't wait. Riley Nelson on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Hopefully BYU, if Utah State does that, can overcome that with the Tanner Mangum we all know and love. That can sling it, man. Let's see that. I hope he is the most influential player in the game tonight. Let's hope he's the most interesting man in the world. Coming up, how did Kyle Van Noy do with the Patriots last night and the rest of the Cougars in the NFL setups this week? Uh, not one, but two BYU teams try and remain unbeaten in conference competition. Details on that next in the whip. This is BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to today's guests, Utah State play-by-play man Scott Gerrard and former BYU quarterback Riley Nelson, who was instrumental in that dramatic Come back in 2011 for BYU to beat Utah State. Fun night. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast. Go to BYUSN.com to watch full episodes. Let's just be clear. If BYU wins dramatically, don't storm the field against Utah State, okay? Leave it. Leave it. Sorry to Dennis Bitter. We ran out of time. Let's whip it. 
It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. BYU plays Utah State tonight, 9 Eastern on ESPN2 and BYU Radio. Countdown to kickoff is live on BYU TV and the app at 8 Eastern. Cougars in the NFL. Kyle Van Noy, still good, playing for the Patriots. Had eight tackles in a 38-24 win over the Colts last night. Other Cougars playing in the NFL this weekend include Jamal Williams and the Packers against Ziggy Ansah and the Detroit Lions. The third leading tackler in the National Football League, Fred Warner and the 49ers play the Cardinals and Michael Davis and his Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego play the Raiders. It should be called that. Right? Volleyball. Speaking of San Diego, number one in undefeated BYU women's volleyball plays West Coast Conference rival San Diego. Tonight, 10 Eastern, the Cougars have lost all of four sets all season. Not matches, sets. Soccer. Apparently this is all about San Diego because BYU women's soccer plays at San Diego tomorrow night, 9 Eastern on BYU Radio. The Cougars 7-3-1 on the season trying to remain perfect in West Coast Conference play. And the men's soccer team travels uh, to play Utah tonight in Salt Lake, 9 Eastern. The Cougars beat Utah 3-0, uh, 3-0 a few weeks ago. Tennis. How about the BYU men's tennis doubles team of Sean Hill and Jeffrey Sue defeating the number 7-ranked doubles team from Mississippi State in the ITA All-American Tournament? Congratulations, gentlemen. And today's Rise of Chad goes to those two for the big win. It so, should. So keep it going. Congrats. What is your level of confidence going into the BYU football game against Utah State tonight? At Dallas Varner, 37 answers on Instagram. Confident BYU wins, but BYU cannot underestimate them. If BYU comes in humble but confident, they can win by multiple scores. I think BYU's on high alert. I, I think they see the numbers and go, okay, this Utah State team can play. Plus, BYU lost last year by 16. I know it was a third-string quarterback situation in that game. Seven turnovers. Like, if BYU only turns it over four times in that game, BYU's in the game much more. So, I expect a good game tonight. I'm excited about this matchup. It is such a contrast of styles and schemes. I can't wait. Yes. I cannot BYU's wait. BYU's ground and pound versus the tempo Utah State. The Elite Voice of the Day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years at B-Royal Blue Coog. Answers on Twitter. 85% confident after a loss. BYU works extra hard. I've seen it this week. It feels like Wisconsin again. That's where Jeff Graham said BYU got their edge back after the loss it to Cal. It took a loss, right? He continues. Plus, Utah State has yet to win back-to-back contests in the 43 years of this battle for the wagon wheel. Utah State's a good team, but BYU will be better. Hashtag blue goggle alert. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Don't forget, we'll be live tomorrow morning at 11 Eastern with a recap of tonight's game on a special edition of BYU Sports Nation. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout-out to Eric Drage. Go Cougs.